Well, praise the Lord. Amen. I want to welcome you right now to the International Deliverance Ministries radio broadcast and podcast. My name is Evangelist Sean Benito. Amen. We want to just go right now into our topic of discussion. Amen. Before we do, though, I thank God that I have my beautiful wife, Pamela Benito, with me. Amen. And uh, we're going to be talking about the serious issue of divorce and remarriage. Divorce and remarriage. Why divorce and remarriage? According to the word of God, not according to me, not according to my wife, not according to a commentary or another preacher or another denomination, but according to the Holy Bible, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. What the Bible says, what the word of God says that divorce and remarriage is the sin of adultery and that marriage is between one man and one woman for one lifetime until death dissolves the bond. Father, we pray for all those listening to, listening to the sound of our voices, oh God. We pray that you would just touch hearts, oh God, all those who feel that marriage is something they can dissolve whenever they want to and get remarried, that they come and understand the truth of your word, that marriage is for life, oh God. A true biblical marriage is for life. One man, one woman, for one lifetime until death dissolves a bond. We pray for souls that are not saved, God, that they come to know you as their Savior and Lord. And all those trapped in a divorce and a remarried uh, condition, that they get out of that unlawful relationship, repent, and come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. We give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God. So I give God thanks for all that he's done and all he'll continue to do. I have my, again, my lovely wife with me, Pamela Benita. We'd like to say hello to everybody. Amen. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Uh, they're listening to us. Amen. Welcome. Right. Glad Amen. you tuned in. Amen. So we thank God for what he's done. Now, we want to talk about, again, the issue of divorce and remarriage. Now, I want to ask you, uh, you know, when I ask my wife here, I want to ask you, you know, why, you know, why are so many people getting divorced today, would you think? I think they don't understand what marriage means from mm. the start. Amen. They have no idea that marriage is a commitment for life. That's and right. I think a lot of these churches that do uh, these marriage seminars or yes. marriage lessons, uh, like we had ourselves before we were married. Uh, we met with a pastor on a few occasions yes. before we were married. Um, right. And he talked about these things with us. And I think now people either don't even do that or the pastors that are instructing them mm -hmm. are not telling them that this is for a lifetime. That's right. Exactly. Well, you're absolutely right. They're, they're, not, they're not telling them the serious nature of marriage. Amen. They're not, they're not going into the, well, really, they're not going to the actual definition of what marriage really is, right? Right. You know, and again, like, if, for example, if they're going to, you know, if, if marriage can be dissolved, like, remember, we had, we had some friends back in the days, remember, with, well, we, have a lot of, we had a lot of people we knew back in the day, but we had a, a particular couple we knew back in the day, and we would talk to them about divorce and remarriage and how it's against the word of God. And remember, they, they would say, well, you know, if, if, if my spouse, if my wife or my husband left me, uh, you know, I, I would do it. Remember that? Yes, I remember no. that. And they said they talked about that before they married and yes. said, made it clear to each other, if you commit adultery or you go with another man, the woman said, uh, the man said to his wife and he said to her and she said to him, if you go with someone else, uh, we'll be getting divorced. And they mm. agreed that they would divorce. I mean, mm -hmm. in a state like that, they should have never married. Exactly. Because no one should enter marriage with even an inkling or a possibility that if this happens, A, yes. B, C, or D, I'll be leaving you 
divorcing you and marrying someone else. Exactly. Exactly. Never should they ever marry in the beginning. And the disciples said this to Jesus. That's right. Well, it's better for us not to marry. That's right. Did they not? Exactly right. Yeah. And that's found in Matthew's gospel. You just mentioned it. And chapter number 19 and in verse number 10, his disciples say unto him, if the case of the man be so with his wife, it is not good to marry. That's right. So so you're absolutely right. If this is the case, and why do they say that statement? And the reason why they said that statement, because remember, in in the context of Matthew chapter 19, Christ was asked the question by the Pharisees, right? And the question was, is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause? And, of course, the Savior goes back to the beginning of creation, and he answered and said unto them in verse 4, have you, not read that which he, that, have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female? Let's stop there for a moment. You know, because, you know, it, marriage is only, can only be between a male and a female. Amen? Amen. All right? So, you know, we saw this, uh, you know, this candidate uh, gentleman running for the uh, president of the United States in the Democratic Party, Pete Buttigieg, and it was so tragic and to be honest with you disgusting seeing him up there trying to you know kissing another man i'd have turned the the, the television off when i was watching the news mm. it was it, and the, people say oh that's hate speech no it's not hate speech all sin is wicked and it should disgust us amen that's right. whether it's a man with another woman committing adultery or whether it's two homosexual men or whatever it's an abomination it's sin amen yes. but one thing about a man with another woman even if it's adulterous well, as bad as that is and how wicked as that is which will still lead them to hell it has a possibility ability to become right with God if somebody if somebody's spouse died like in the case of David and Bathsheba uh, her husband died of course David of course you know killed uh, uh, Uriah which was wrong but at the same time it became a, a, a relationship that was right after he died uh, but homosexuality is never never once uh, justified at all in the Bible ever and neither is divorce and remarriage amen Neither is divorce and, and neither is divorce. We understand that we, according to the New Testament, that is. We know that in the Old Testament, they would divorce the wives. And, of course, they did remarry for a time. And we're going to get into why, why Christ has also asked that question. But Jesus says, in the beginning, he made the male and female. And then he says this, for this cause shall a man leave father and mother and shall cleave to his wife. And they twine shall be one flesh. Wherefore, they are no more twine, but one flesh. What? What therefore, right? What therefore God had joined what? Together let not man put asunder. Amen. Mm-hmm. So this is why Jesus said, this is why the disciples said, with the case of the man be so with his wife, it's not good for us to marry. Right? And they, he, they said that right after Jesus made the mention that if you were to divorce your wife and remarry somebody else, you commit adultery. You commit sin. Now, the word fornication is there, right? Except to be for fornication. So what, let me ask you about that question. What, what does this mean except to be for fornication? Now, you know, because a lot of people say, oh, well, uh, it means if, if my husband or wife commits adultery, I can go ahead and remarry. Is that what it means? No, no. Absolutely not. And this is an, uh, brings us to even another issue to interject here. Yeah. Um, uh, the version of the Bible that you use as a major implication of what you're going to stand on here. Yes, amen. Many versions say marital unfaithfulness. That's right. Yeah. Marital um, immorality. Immorality. Um, um, if your spouse burns your toast, no. I'm sure <laughs> there'll be a version someday for that, but That's not right. yet. Uh, but seriously, though, this is even, we laugh as silly as that seems and sounds, but yes, yes. some people are divorcing for absolutely 
the most ridiculous reasons. Mm-hmm. That's right. Not about adultery. Not yeah. about homosexuality. That's right. Not about unfaithfulness. Mm-hmm. Not about uh, financial despair. That's right. Gambling. Uh, blowing it. I mean, it's just, oh, well, I'm not happy with him anymore. Yeah, that's right. And I deserve to be happy. So the mm-hmm. woman takes off and finds her happiness in another man until that doesn't satisfy. And then she'll leave him. That's right. And go with a third husband. That's right. And a fourth, fifth, sixth. And then people say, oh, do you know she was married seven times? Yeah. Well, uh, the second time she married was the problem, not the seventh. That's right. That's right. It gets to an extreme of seven times. Mm-hmm. But. The problem is the second marriage, so-called marriage. Yes. This is where people uh, don't understand. You know, it's not the number of times you do something is the first time. And, you know, it's important that you make a good good important point you're mentioning because people will make a commitment or, you know, with the first marriage and say, you know, for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, Mm -hmm. until death us do bond, right? Or death us do part, rather. And then they'll go to the second marriage after they divorce the first person uh, for rich or for poor, <laughs> in sickness and health, mm-hmm. until death is due part. What, what, what a joke, right? It, you've already made a covenant the first time. So what happens now? The second, the second vow now, it, it, that, that's, that's, that's valid? The first vow is not valid? Mm-hmm. It's, it's ridiculous. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. And they know it. Everybody knows it. You know, and and the, and it's so it's so tragic, right? They're, they're trying to make a commitment to the second spouse, a third spouse, fourth spouse, and and really, what has happened to marriage is that marriage has become meaningless, absolutely meaningless, right? As a result of that, because what they've done, they they have really uh, disintegrated what marriage really is, right? That's right. So getting back to what we're saying, the, Jesus uses the word fornication in Matthew's gospel, chapter number nine. Right. And so before we get to that, the, the disciples say, or rather, the, the Pharisees said to Christ after he said, "What well, God had joined together, let not man put asunder. They said to him, why did Moses then give a uh, then command to give a writing of divorcement and to put her away? Right. Then he says this. He said he said unto them, Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts, suffered you to put away your wives. But from the beginning, hallelujah, it was not so. Now, what does he mean by the, from the beginning? It was not so. What does he mean by this? Exactly. I believe all God's ultimate plan is that he never intended for this divorce or marriage That's to ever right. take place. Amen. From the beginning. Hallelujah. From the beginning of him which had no beginning <laughs> yeah. he, he never intended this creation, to happen that's right yes exactly. that's right yes exactly right because what happens is is that he 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 made adam and eve he didn't make adam and eve and two other women right nothing like that he didn't make adam and steve amen or eve and i don't know an, an, another woman amen he made adam and eve one man one woman right and so what christ is saying one man one woman until death dissolves the bond amen Yes. That's what he's saying. So it's very clear that, that this is what the Lord is teaching here. So in other words, he said from the beginning is not so from the beginning of creation. Hallelujah. It's not so God's purpose and plan for marriage was one man. And I can't stress this enough. One woman for one lifetime until death dissolves the bond. So only death can dissolve the bond of marriage. Amen. 
So therefore, a same-sex marriage is not a marriage. It will never be a marriage. It will never be recognized by God. It will never be acknowledged by God. It is not a marriage, and it will never be a marriage, no matter what the courts say, government says, or what the Supreme Court says, or what the United Nations says, or Canada, United States. It doesn't matter who it is, the school board or whatever. It, the, the parents, it's, it's, it's an abomination. It will never be a marriage. Never. And also, you know, what will also never be a marriage uh, is, is uh, shocking up. You know what they what they called uh, what do they call that shocking up common law common marriage. law marriage thank you so th- that will never be a marriage never no matter what people want to say and also divorce and remarriage will never be a marriage amen right. this is what Jesus is saying and so then he says this he says and I say unto you amen whosoever shall put away his wife except the beef of fornication and shall marry another committeth adultery and whoso and whoso marrieth her which is put away doth commit adultery what is the Lord saying here. About adultery. What is, he te- what is he teaching? About adultery. He's teaching that if you divorce and you marry, what? You commit? Adultery. Adultery, exactly. You commit adultery. So what is he saying then here? Well, what do you think he's saying? He's saying that you're an adulterer as long as you're... That's right. Husband exactly. liveth. I remember exactly. several years ago, exactly. I had a friend involved in this situation, dear friend, still so close to my heart. I still mm, pray yes. for her. And I uh, actually caught her in an act of adultery, mm. not in a sexual act, but going, meeting this man. I saw it with my own eyes, yes. holding Amen. hands That's and right. walking away. And I confronted her with it. And it was at her home. And Mm -hmm. she tried to excuse it every way in the world. Her husband had already left. Yes. He was not, they weren't together anymore. And long story short, um, she said, well, what am I supposed to do? I said, well, you have to pray for your husband to come back or remain single. That's right. And she said, well, he's not coming back. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to continue this. So I gave her the scripture and I looked at her and I said, well, you will be called an adulteress as long as your husband liveth. That's right. And she demanded me to get out of her house. <laughs> no, seriously. Yes, it was, it right. was not right. something I can laugh at. It was yes, heartbreaking and still uh, devastating to this day when I remember mm-hmm. that time. And, you know... This adultery thing, I don't think people take it serious. Right. It's almost like it don't exist anymore. It's not even an issue mm-hmm. for most people, most churches, most pastors, most Christians, unfortunately. It's become just so flippant, you know. Oh, she's this is her third husband or his third wife, no big deal. Kids involved, families hurting. Um, but, right. you know, the, right. the adultery just multiplies and multiplies. And no one cares about what God's word says. That's right. Exactly. You're absolutely right. You know, people just, it just keeps multiplying and multiplying and no one actually cares because that's the problem. They, are, they do not care what the Bible says, right? Um, it, what God says means nothing. So in other words, when you say, when you said to that woman, you shall be called an adult, you shall be, you will be called an adulteress. It, it, you know, it, it, you don't call her an adulteress. You don't have authority to call her an adulteress, right? That's right. Okay. The Bible 
calls her an adulterer. The Bible calls that man an adulterer. I personally, I have, nobody has the authority or the power to judge anybody with their own judgment. Not so, not whatsoever. None. Not, none at all. But the Bible does. And so when we say that divorce and remarriage is adultery, we're saying that by the authority of Holy Scripture, not by my opinion, not by my uh, ideology or my interpretation, but by the plain and clear teaching of Scripture. Amen. Mm-hmm. So when Jesus says, uh, and I say unto you, whosoever shall put away his wife except to be for fornication and shall marry another committeth adultery and whosoever marrieth her that is put away doth commit adultery. He's saying that if you divorce and remarry, you commit adultery. Now, there's a word here that people always like to use to be used as a justification for divorce and remarriage. I mean, it's the word fornication here, right? Except the be for fornication, okay? It's interesting to note that when the Apostle Paul, a man never, ever once, okay, in his understanding and his uh, reiteration of, of Christ's teaching in the, in the New Testament, he never, ever mentions the so-called exception clause you know you know why that is because there is no exception clause christ did not mean that someone can go ahead and divorce and remarry amen after they're married for the cause of uh fornication amen it was meant in within the context of jewish betrothal just like joseph was going to put away mary amen before he actually married mary right so that so jewish betrothal was like an engagement but it's much more binding you can only get out of jewish betrothal by death or divorce that's why joseph was going to put away mary amen privately but the word putting away meant that he had to divorce her right so when jesus says except to be for fornication he was only referring to putting away one's wife in within the context of jewish betrothal Okay, so once somebody marries, there would be no act after the marriage ceremony by which somebody could put away their wife. Okay, adultery was not a justification to do so. Amen. One of the one of the rabbinic schools of this time was called Shemei and Hillel. I'm not going to go into all that, but Shemei believed that for only for adultery could you divorce your wife. Christ was not agreeing with them or, or Hillel. Right, those two rabbinical schools. He was teaching that you can only. Amen. That they, they, that that he was teaching that divorce and remarriage was adultery, and that there is no escape, no escape out of your marriage once you are bound to that person. Amen. And now, how do we see this in the New Testament? Paul the Apostles, I just mentioned, also talks about it, right? In First Corinthians seven, I'm just going to read this real quick. It says, like you just mentioned to your to one of, one of our friends, he said you should you should be called an adulteress. The Bible says here in First Corinthians chapter seven. And in verse number 10, and unto the married I command, and yet not I, but the Lord, let not the wife depart from her husband, but and if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband and let not the husband put away his wife. Isn't this what you told your friend? Yes. Right. So is it not from the Bible? Hmm. Right. You told her what the Bible said. Now, is this hate? Did you, did you, did you hate on her? Absolutely not. I, t- I told her to save her from destruction yes, which right. i seen even come to pass within this past year that's right she ended up remarrying and that man went with another woman mm. yes. yes and now she's left with more children all alone yeah more more, more disaster more right? more disaster i said it multiplies that's right it just multiplies it does yeah and that's she'll right. probably go with a third husband yeah, yeah. because well, what what what's to, what's to stop her 
What's to stop her? Are the churches telling her that, that they, she shouldn't be doing this? No, they're telling her, oh, you still deserve to be happy. Okay. So the churches today, most of them are telling them that she deserves to be happy, right? Is that what they're saying? Oh, yes. Okay. So in other words, what they're saying, they're, they're not saying this to her, are they? They're not saying, uh, unto the married I command, yet not I, but the Lord, let not the wife depart mm-hmm. from her husband, but and, it, but and if she depart, let her remain what? Unmarried. Unmarried. So and and or be reconciled to her husband, and let not the husband put away his wife. So what is it? What is it, so they, are they telling you that you know if you since you departed from your husband, you should remain unmarried? No. No. Never. No. Uh, and so are they loving her? No. Why not? Why? Because they're not telling her the truth. Amen. The Bible says. Love rejoiceth in the truth, not in iniquity. Hallelujah. That's right. Love rejoiceth in the truth, not in iniquity. Right? And so that, that's, that's the bottom line. And then we go to Romans chapter 7. Okay? So the Bible says in Romans chapter 7, uh, for the woman, right, which hath an husband is bound by the law. This is verse 2, Romans chapter 7, verse 2, to her husband so long as her husband liveth. But, and if the husband be, but if the husband be dead, she is loose from the law of her husband. So then if while her Husband liveth, she shall be married to another man. She be married to another man. She shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. So the Bible says that if she marries somebody else, mm-hmm. is, she, is she an adulteress? Yes. Yeah, while her husband liveth, right? That's right. So is that your teaching? No. No. Is it the teaching of the word of God? Yes. Yes, it's the plain teaching of the Bible. So now having said this, what about all these people now in these churches that they, that they say, oh, you know, we're under the grace of God. We, we're, we're living under God's grace and we're moving under God's grace. And, uh, uh, you know, and, and, and God accepts us. What, what's, that, what's that about now? <laughs> uh, it's about a lot of deception. That's right. Very much. They're blinded. They don't have ears to ear. No. They don't have eyes to see. Amen. I think many of them don't even read the word of God. No, they don't. Or they don't. Well, they don't care right? because or what they read. They don't understand. They yeah. just have no understanding. And it's because of the, their foolish heart became dark and they don't want it. Right. No, they don't want to understand. They don't want to receive it. And that's what the Bible says. They heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Right. Yes. Okay, Pastor, tell me that I'm okay. Tell me that I can do, I can remarry this this man. Tell me it's not so bad. Tell me that it's right before God. And they go in the Greek, the Hebrew, the Portuguese, whatever you want, amen. And they'll do whatever they want, twisted in every way, shape, and form to deceive and to damn these people's souls to hell. That's what they do, don't they not? Yes, they do. Yeah. We've uh, seen it over and over. Yeah, exactly. We've seen it over and over again. And it's tragic, right? It's tragic because these people are bound in their sin, right? And the truth of the matter is, you know, that if they don't repent, they're going to go to hell. They're going to hell forever. And that's the tragic tragic part about it. But what about those individuals that say, you know, hey, uh, you know, I've repented and, you know, God forgave me. What about those? Well, we talked about this a while ago. Um, You know, I'd, I'd always like and if I ever get an opportunity, I'm going to do this. Um, people say, oh, yes, well, I did this before I was saved, married this other person. And when I got saved, I repented. Yeah. So right. repentance means you have a change of mind, a change of heart, and you say to God, I'm sorry for my sin, and I'm yes, turning right. from my sin, and I won't continue doing this sin. So if you were a thief before you got saved, right, and right. you're stealing cigarettes, you're stealing candy bars you're stealing yeah. who knows what at the store right and you get saved and you repent 
So you say, Lord, I'm sorry for all those things I stole. I won't steal again. That's right. And everyone understands that. Yeah. It's clear. That's right. But somebody in adultery saying they repented from marrying this person. Okay, so you pray, I'm assuming, Lord, please forgive me that I married this person. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have married this person, Lord. I have a spouse that's still alive. I shouldn't be with this person, Lord. That's please right. forgive me. But they stay with the person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It seems like the only sin that you can keep committing after you repent. That's right. What? What? It, it, <laughs> no one can ever under explain this it, to it, me. It, it, it makes no sense. <laughs> because it's ridiculous. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. They so didn't repent. No, no, they didn't repent. Not at all. You didn't change your mind about marrying this That's person. Right. You're still with this person. Exactly. And you're saying now it's okay. So after you repent, the sin is okay. Yeah, that's what they're saying. So I repent, Lord, of stealing. But I'm going to keep stealing, Lord. Exactly. And I'm going to ramp it up. I'm going to steal some more. <laughs> That's right. That's what they're saying. That's exactly what they're saying. Oh, Lord, forgive me for murdering, but, you know, I'm going to keep murdering. Oh, Lord, forgive me for smoking them cigarettes, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go right now to the store and buy myself a pack of them cigarettes. Uh, uh, forgive me for uh, drinking that alcohol. I'm going to buy some more beer and buy some more baby mm-hmm. duck and Baileys and whatever the mess it, whatever mess it is. Amen? And so it's not rep- – you've made a fantastic point. It's not repentance. It's a lie. Oh, God, I did wrong. Oh, God did wrong, but I'm still going to live with this woman or live with this man. Mm. It's a mess. Still going to do it, Lord. Please forgive me for what I did, but I'm going to keep doing it, Lord. Yeah. And get your blessing. Yeah. What a lie. And what what is God, what's going to happen to these pastors now in these churches that support these things? Because we know, we've known of people in the past, for example, who churches had them up there singing, had them up there playing, and had them up there testifying, had them involved in ministry, these individuals. And some of them are very nice people. We've known of them. Amen. Some of them are are beautiful people. It has nothing to do with their character as a person, as a nice person. We're dealing with them living in sin. Amen. As the Bible says. So, but what will happen to these churches and these pastors and all these people that support the sin of divorce and remarriage, these pe- you know, that go against these people? Well, I believe the people that are supporting this, they're believing and making a lie. And they're going to have blood on their hands. Yeah. God is not giving his blessing. That's right. As they think that he is. That's right. His face is turned against this. That's right. So the, so what you're saying, the, you, you mentioned that... that uh, you know, though those who believe the lie and support it, th- where will they go? They'll be damned. Right. They'll be damned where? To hell. Right. They'll be damned to hell. They're going to a place called. You can't support the a lie. You can't support sin. You can't endorse sin. You can't love sin. That's right. You can't commit sin and go to heaven. That's right. That's right. And and you know what well, people will say? Well, yeah. Well, you know, uh, you have other you have things in your life too. You have things in there. Other people got things in their lives too. And they always try to use that as a smokescreen. Well, you know, uh, what would you say about that? I better get it out of my life if that's the case. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you better that's get right. it out of yours. <laughs> well, amen. That's right. And it's if it's in simple. my life and I'm saying all this today, I'm a hypocrite. That's right. Amen. And I'd be going to hell. That's right. So what you're saying, so what we're saying is that what you're saying is that is it doesn't justify it, does of it? Of course not. So some people say, oh well, you know, if oh well, uh, if it happens to you, look what you look what, ha- look what you might do the same thing. So what if it happens mm-hmm. to me or who you or whoever, and we do it? Does that make it right? Absolutely not. Of course it doesn't. It would make it would change our argument. I'm sure, most likely, sure. we've seen it happen to people sure. stood against strong doctrines of the Bible and yeah. practices right. that were sinful. 
and as soon as their child or their sister or brother or father or mother right, right. gets involved in these situations, it doesn't have to be divorce and remarriage. No, it, could it could be, be any sin, That's any right. any filthy uh, situation. Right. Suddenly, oh, well, yeah, I'll have to look at that again in the scriptures. And they twist mm-hmm. and they change and they yes. become blinded That's right. and deceived. And yes, they exactly right. embrace sin. And all of a sudden, what was holy mm-hmm. right. is not holy anymore. Exactly right. Exactly right. Because their minds have been altered, right? Absolutely. And and now they, they, they love their children or they love their family. And really, who they love is themselves. That's right. They don't love their kids. They don't, they don't love God. their children. They don't love God. Amen. The Bible says, he that loves the Lord hates evil. Amen. Amemen. That's right. Divorce and remarriage, adultery is evil. Absolutely right. Any That's sin right. is evil. That's right. That's right. Homosexuality is evil. That's Stealing's right. evil. Hate right. is evil. Jealousy right. is evil. That's right. And the Bible says the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. If we do all those things, amen, we won't, we won't go to heaven. We'll go to hell. The That's Bible right. says that. And so people say, oh, I'm under the grace of God. Do they understand what the grace of God really means? No. No, they don't. They have no clue. The Possibly. grace of God teaches us to live godly and holy and righteous in this present world according to Titus chapter number two. Amen. Mm-hmm. And so the grace of God is when we under when we repent of our sin and we trust the merits of Christ alone for our salvation to go to heaven. And and so what we are living under the grace of God when we are when we repented of our sin and we're walking in the spirit. Amen. Yes. And we trust Christ by faith. Well, somebody who's living in sin is not under the grace of God, they're under God's law and wrath and judgment. Yes. That's clearly what the Bible says. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like this kind of uh, dialogue that you guys have right now. It's, it's so hateful. No, you're deceived. You've been full of. You've been pumped full of lies. You've been pumped full of the devil's lies. That's why you can't receive this now. But you got to open your heart to the truth of the Word of God because you know what we're saying is right. Because it's not from us. It's from the Holy Ghost. It's from the Word of Almighty God. Amen. So all these commentaries and all these false teachers and false preachers and false pastors and false evangelists and all these false churches that promote the sin of divorce and remarriage will blood be on their hands. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. The blood of these precious people is on their hands. And these pastors and these people that support it, as we mentioned earlier, will not go to heaven unless they repent. They'll go to hell for preaching a lie and damning multitudes of precious souls entrapped in the condition of divorce and remarriage, sending them to hell. That's exactly what's going to happen. The Bible makes that very clear that adulterers and fornicators and so forth should not inherit the kingdom of God according to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 through 11. And it was, as I just mentioned this before we get ready to close here, the, in Revelation chapter number 21, the Bible says in verse 8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and homemongers and sorcerers and idol, idolaters and all liars shall have the part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Amen. And the Bible goes on the same verse 27 of the same chapter of Revelation 21. It says, and there shall in no wise enter into it. Talking about the new Jerusalem, the city. Amen. Hallelujah. After it, praise God, the new Jerusalem. It talks as no one will enter into that city. And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life amen Mm -hmm. nobody amen who maketh a lie amen will be there 
nobody who makes the lie. Amen. And the Bible says in verse 15 of Revelation chapter 22, amen, whosoever loveth and maketh a lie will, will be without, will be in the lake of fire. So the reality is, as we get ready to close, divorce and remarriage is the sin of adultery. Amen. Amen. It will. It is the sin of adultery. It is the sin of adultery. It is the sin of adultery. It's not a greater sin than fornication. It's not a greater sin than stealing and lying, but it is sin nevertheless. And it's one of the sins by which the churches of today, amen, the, the church of today has embraced wholeheartedly. And to the point where they don't even, do they discuss it anymore? Rarely, if ever. Yeah, that's right. They don't, they don't discuss it anymore, right? No. Right. So they don't discuss these things any longer because they've already embraced it. Right. And what about homosexuality now? Have they, have they embraced that? Are they embracing that? Gradually. Most of them. Many of them. But, that's right. But it didn't start there, though, did it? No, it started with the downfall of marriage. That's right. By the embracing of, of divorce and remarriage. Right. That's right. So that's the problem. It started there. So, you know, and, and, and we're seeing it grow and grow and grow in intensity as a result of it. So the bottom line is what, no, once we get ready to close, what, what remedy would you give to people uh, who are facing this right now, who want to hear this kind of podcast and who want to hear some hope? Now, what would you say to them? You know, it's a very difficult situation, I'm sure, for mothers with children that shouldn't, be with these men and fathers with women and children that shouldn't be with these women. Mm. It's a mess. You have yeah. gotten yourself into a mess. Yes. And if right. you're saying, what can I do if I leave this man, if I leave this woman, our children are caught in the fire. What are we going to do? It's a broken home. Yes. Well, that's the consequences of sin and your that's right. faulty choices you made to enter into this. But God gives hope. There's Amen. forgiveness, and he will make a way. That's right. I've seen it happen. We've heard of women that have left men they shouldn't have been with. It hasn't Praise been God. easy. We're not saying, oh, leave, and the blessings of the Lord come down. God will honor you for doing what's right. Yes. But it will not be an easy road. That's right. There will be consequences. Your children might not understand. They might hate you for leaving their father or their mother vice versa yes but you know what on the day of judgment mm. you'll stand before god almighty clean and Hallelujah. forgiven if you repent of that's the right. adultery that's right if you leave the situation yes and amen. pray for reconciliation with your first spouse amen. as the bible instructs us to do to amen. be reconciled amen. and sometimes people never reconcile yes that's not blood on your hands that's, that's their right. spouse's choice if they don't want to reconcile that's right but God always makes a way. He will provide. He will bless your Praise faithfulness. God. And he will strengthen you and keep you. Praise God. That's right. That's right. God will provide and he will do that for them. And we know that he will do that. Amen. We've seen it happen for many people. Amen. Yes. Doing what's right. And the Lord has always met their need. Amen. Yes. He was always there for them. He, and, and, they, and, they, and they feel such a presence of God. Amen. Yes. It's the power of the Holy Ghost. We've seen many of these testimonies. They're on YouTube and elsewhere. And, and we've, we've met people personally. Amen. Who've left uh, their condition of divorce and remarriage. Amen. And are living for the Lord, faithfully serving him. Yes. And thank God they did what was right. They were convicted uh, by the Holy Ghost about this. And I'll just say this one last uh, situation. That while we were uh, pastoring, I was a youth pastor of one of these churches in the city here at the time. We were still starting our own church at the time. And, 
and I was youth pastoring him. And we had a Bible study. And I remember this gentleman that came and, and, and he was there. And, and we didn't know that they, this couple was divorced and remarried when they came to the Bible study. Anyway, found out they were and, and the issue came up. And we went to Matthew's Gospel, chapter number 19. And I'll never forget it when the man said, this verse of scripture, he said, I, I always had trouble with this. I, I don't know yes. why. I've always had, this always gave me trouble. This mm. always, I'm, this always, tr- this still troubles me and all this kind of thing. It's amazing. Mm. The, the pastor that he went to married him. Everybody told, told him it's fine. And all the, he's still saying, this verse troubles me. It troubles mm. me. Why? Because the precious Holy Ghost, amen, God's love and mercy is convicting him of his sin so that he can get out of that condition of divorce and remarriage, yes. amen, leave that woman, amen, and get back with his first spouse or live a single life serving the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, yes. hallelujah, yes. faithfully serving him until his, his wife dies and he can remarry. But, but that's but God was troubling him because the Lord cares. God cares about you if you're in this condition. But if those pastors and teachers that are telling you that you can live in this condition, Condition of divorce and remarriage is lying to you. They're lying to you. Your parents, your family members, they support you doing it. They're lying to you. They're lying to you. Don't be deceived. Believe the word of God. Amen. Repent of your sin. Come out of that condition, as my wife said, and live for the Lord Jesus Christ. We've been married now for, I guess, 20, almost 25 years soon. And another uh, another couple of years, it'll be 25 years, isn't that right? Yes. I hope I got that right. Almost, <laughs> Don't divorce me for that now. <laughs> almost 23 years. Amen. Married. Praise God. I know you will. Amen. Almost 23 years married. And we've had our ups and downs, isn't that right? Yes, that's true. As everybody's had. We've had our ups, we've had our downs, we've had good times, we've had bad times. But what, yes. we, always, what we always understand, we love each other. And what we always remember is that marriage is for life. That's right. Amen. Marriage is for life. Yes. Hallelujah. And that she's my wife in, in, until until death, Amen. As depart, I'm her husband until death, that's and and that's what that's the commitment we made to each other when we first got married. Before we got married, we had that understanding, and even to this day. That's and true. by the grace of God, and for for well, it doesn't matter. We'll always will. God's word will never change, no matter what anybody says, Amen. That's right. And so this is what the Bible clearly teaches. This is what we need to receive. And if you're in that condition, please leave it because you're, if you're, you're on your way to hell. I don't care what no theologian tells you, no uh, so-called Bible scholar. You can read your Bible. You know what it says. It's very clear. It's sin. Amen. But you can be saved. Praise yes. God. You can be delivered. It's not the unpardonable sin. You can get right with God. God will forgive Amen. you. And you can be restored. And this last thing, there's, there's a lady that we knew in a church. Her and her husband were separated for 10 years and divorced for two. And God hallelujah hallelujah brought them back together remember that praise the lord amen god brought them back together and so you got to understand god is able he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think amen yes another lady who was uh, her her husband her husband left it for 14 years from 1980 to 1994 and all of a sudden amen they got back amen together praise Mm -hmm. god amen yes amen. amen so god is good so praise the Lord. So we're gonna we're gonna close at this point in time. But if you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, you want and you want to be saved, you need to be saved, Amen. And we would like to pray with you, and so you can accept Christ into your heart to be born again. A prayer itself can't save you, but if you mean it with all your heart and sincerely pray unto God, He will redeem you, Amen. 
and he'll save your soul. I'm going to ask my wife to lead in prayer. Amen. And uh, lead the, any one of you in prayer that want to ask the Lord Jesus Christ in your life. Maybe those who are divorced or married, remember those that they would um, have a prayer for them to come out as well if they're in that condition. But for, for those who are not saved, you need to be saved. Amen. God will deliver you. Amen. He'll save you. Praise God. And you just pray with my wife as she leads you in prayer at this time to accept the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Dear Lord, we just come today, Lord. We bring those to you that would want to say a prayer now, Lord, of true repentance, Lord. Yes. Lord, that they would say, Dear Jesus, forgive me for not trusting you, Lord, to restore my first marriage. Yes. Lord, I pray today you would cleanse me, Lord, from what Praise I've God. done. For looking, Lord, to another relationship that's not pleasing to you. Yes. That's not been blessed by you. It's yes. not been called a marriage by you, Lord. That's right. Forgive me for this, O oh God, and give me the courage and Hallelujah. the steps and the means and the ways, Lord, to leave this situation I'm in. That's right. And, Lord, to trust you for the days ahead, which yes. may be difficult, but, Lord, I know you are the rock. Yes. And, God, help me to stand, Lord, upon that rock, Praise that I God. would do what is right and be an example to others, Lord, of your saving and forgiving power, Lord. Yes. Cleanse me now from adultery, Lord. Forgive me for what I've done. Praise God. And make a way, oh God, through this situation for me and my family. And yes. Lord, I pray, oh God, for those listening, Lord, that yes. hate what they've heard today, Lord. Yes. Break down the bricks that are Hallelujah, covering their ears, Jesus, Lord. Yes, Lord. The walls they've built up around their heart. Yes, oh God. The hardened heart, Lord. My Lord. The stubborn yes, spirit, Lord. Yes, Lord. The deceived mind, That's dear right. God. Yes, Lord. Believing lies, Lord. That's right. Believing that they're fine, dear God. Yes. Open their eyes before it's too late, Lord. Yes, And oh they God. open their eyes in hell. Yes, Jesus. Lord, we pray, God, you would set them free. Yes, Lord. You would give them hope, Lord, to Hallelujah, be restored Jesus. to their first Praise and God. only true spouse, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. God, we pray this today for each and every hearer of this podcast, Lord. Yes, Lord. Bless them. Yes. Meet their every need, O oh God. Yes, and Lord. And we find. They would find, Lord, their hope in you alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much for that. Amen. If you ask the Lord in your life, amen, and you want to uh, write to us, praise God, we want to give you our free booklet, What It Means to Be Born Again, absolutely free. Just go on our website, internationaldeliveranceministries.org, and you can just go on there and uh, email us at idministries at hotmail.com, and we would like to send you our free booklet, What It Means to Be Born Again. Also, you can also order our book, amen, that I wrote years ago, amen, called Accept the Beef for Pornea, a Biblical and Exegetical Understanding on the Issue of Divorce and Remarriage. You can also go on our website and read a portion of that book. You can order it from us as well. Amen. And so we thank God for all he's done and for all he will continue to do. We love you. We're praying for you. Amen. And get my wife to say goodbye to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> God bless you. Goodbye. We love you. We're praying for you. God bless.